This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. October 10th is here, folks. Welcome in this day in history on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert with you, my partner, as always, Armand Kachigian, as we bring you the events that have occurred throughout the annals of time on the 10th of October. Plus, who was born, who died. And of course, we're brought to you by Amazon.com and by Audible.com. And don't forget, check out over 40 different podcasts here at lineupmedia.fm that are waiting for you, including one of our brand new ones, Trip to the Lou, hosted by nationally renowned uh, comedian Greg Warren, who uh, takes his band Merry Comics around the, uh, the uh, St. Louis area in the Midwest on little field trips. You're going to love it, Armand. I'm hey, telling you. We're locally renowned. Uh, no, he did, he's he been on Seth Meyers, The Tonight Show, The... This I've been on Love Connection. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you can't Who, claim that. And I no. got laid too. You didn't get laid I on did. no Love Connection. That's right. right. You got laid backstage after the show. Well, that's true. In a hotel room, it was so cheap and tawdry. Yeah. Well, I you loved made it. you made your connection. Sorted. You made your connection. Hey, for, don't forget subscribe. Three times. Subscribe to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or Podbean, any major podcast outlet, and of course follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast. And whenever Armand has a recommendation. I have whether a few it's, today. Whether it's a book or a movie. I thought you would have a few today. Uh, whether it's a book, movie, or something else, we'll tell you where to get it by going to ThisDayInHistoryPodcast.com, clicking on the Amazon or Audible.com banners, and sending you off. Because if you would do so, it helps support this program, and we would appreciate it. Armand, I start in the year six. 80. Okay. If you insist. First of all, the Prophet Muhammad. I never knew he had a grandson. Secondly, I never knew that his grandson, Hussein ibn Ali, would be decapitated mm-hmm. under the forces of Caliph Yasid I. Now, this day is commemorated by Muslims as Ashura. But my Lord... The grandson of a major world religion, uh, the prophet of, the founder of, is decapitated? Are you shocked by this? Um, yes and no, but I'm, wow. I'm not familiar with this man. Or Imagine Christ had a grandson and they, and they decapitated him. I don't that, think Christ had any Well, that's why I say you have progeny. to. Um, that's why you have to imagine. Throw the Dan Brown stuff out the window well, for a second. Our guy is a, is a virgin. As all religious figures should be. Oh, Muhammad's not. I know. No kidding. Well, never claimed so. and never claimed to be. Yeah, that that's a shocker to me. So if you study religion, you might want to delve deeper into I, this one. I don't study the it. The Battle of Karbala. 
where the grandson of the Prophet Muhammad is killed, is executed. Well, I mean, this is a stupid entry. I mean, you forgot the one in 732. Did I? Yeah, well, Battle of Tours, which is well, Poitiers, also known. Yes. How could you omit that? That's a real battle. Time constraints? <laughs> yeah. We, we talk about some idiot getting decapitated. It's so not, anyway, hey, he's not an idiot. Charles Martel decapitated a lot of Muslims this day. That yeah, he did. Well, actually, you know, he the, did. Well, it's kind of touch and go. This is, you know, this is uh, in at tours, and the guy named, let's see, what was his name? Unes, E U N E S, I believe, was E U D E S, Udes, Udes. I guess okay. Frenchman. He was in Aquitaine, and uh, the Muslims are coming up from Spain and North Africa, of course. Yeah. The Moors and all these yeah. guys, Umayyads. And uh, they're just ravaging Europe, southern, southwestern Europe. So Udes went to uh, Paris and asked Charles Martel, hey, can you help me out? Because things are looking pretty tough in Aquitaine. So Martel got uh, – they, they actually kind of hated each other. So he, I guess grudgingly he said, all right, well, you know, it's like one of those kiss my ring things. Yeah. You know, you don't even come up for a cup of coffee. Right. You know, one of those? Right. And, and you asked me to commit murder. So anyway, uh, he says yes. They go down there, and it's touch and go for about a week. I mean, these guys are here, you know, the two armies are facing you each other. got a real pitch battle, huh? Near uh, Poitiers, yeah. Poitiers. And, or Tours. It's called, it's known as both. 732. Finally, they start fighting, and things are, well, uh, they form a phalanx, uh, the Franks, uh, basically a square, and... Um, the Muslims have a couple of problems. First of all, all they know are cavalry charges, which usually work, but not against this. So they're not doing that great. It's hard to work it against the The other problem is it's pretty cold, and the Muslims are wearing their summer clothes. Yeah. That's not good. And they're not wearing any armor because, of course, Allah would protect them. Well, you know, Allah is kind of a, a fickle kind of God. Uh, so, you know, he didn't protect all of them. So anyway, that's, you know, so the Franks have armor. They don't. But anyway, it's may still. I, may, yeah. may I uh, interject and yeah. say had Ronald Reagan would have been there, he he might have said, uh, you trust, but, but uh, let's get some protection there, fellas. Trust, but fortify. <laughs> but fortify. Yeah. Very well played. Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, things are still not going so bad. But you know how they did it? Somebody, somebody was got a real, this guy was really cool. Whoever came up with this is a genius. He, he started spreading around the Arabs that, uh, you know, while you guys are off fighting us, somebody's taking all your treasure out of your camp. So the, the Arabs decamped. So they went back. Yeah, that, that was it. That is genius. Yeah. So they, you know, they, they rushed back to the camp. Hey, wait a minute. They're taking our jewels. Disinformation warfare. Yeah. So all of a sudden, Beautiful. they turn into a rabble, and uh, then they got chopped up. And I think the guy's name was Abdul Ahraman. I wrote down his last name. It's, you know, these names never change, by the way. Same guy that blew up to New York, uh, you know, tried to Abdullah Rahman, you know. Uh, Who, the blind sheik? Yeah. Yeah. Kafiki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abdul Rahman Rahman al-Kafiki. Mm-hmm. He gets chopped up while well, his I men mean, are going back to save their You say the names never change, but Muhammad's the most... Yeah, well, as I'm saying. The most popular name on the face of the earth, That's right. right. Yeah, if you're going to be a historian, I would do, like, Muslim history because, you know... You don't have to memorize a whole hell of a lot of names. Oh, calm now. That's true. Anyway, Charles Martel, this is the beginning of the, they call him the hammer for this. Yeah. And this is the beginning of the Carolingian dynasty. The Carolingian dynasty. Yeah. Charles, Carol, yeah, Caroline. Carol, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so anyway. Uh, and of course, his uh, son, I think, is Pepin the Short. And his grandson is our favorite, Charlemagne. Yes. Well, I, never, I should have looked up what king is Charlemagne on the, in the card deck. We were going to look that up today. You were going to look that up. 
Okay, I'll look it up right now. Who is Charlemagne? All right, you go Which ahead. Which my great-grandmother claims I'm related to. You're not. Yeah. All right. You prove that, I, I, you prove that I'm not. I can look at you. No, nah, how do you know? You're not made of that I have kind. French heritage. That's sturdier stuff. You're, I think, I think you're related to um, who would? What Frenchman would you be related to? The Marquis de Sade. I'll take it. Yeah, I thought you would. I a- will too. 1845, the uh, the Naval School in Annapolis, Maryland, which oh, yeah. is, of course is going to become the United States Naval Academy, opens its doors. The uh, first uh, group to come in. 50 midshipmen and seven professors. That's a student-to-professor uh, uh, ratio of 7 to 1, Armand. That's not bad. Yeah. And so 1845, uh, the Naval Academy, which I, I have great respect for both uh, the Naval Academy. That's because Marines go there as well. West Point. Uh, my daughter's friend is out at the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. I think I'd rather be there. I mean, uh, that's, uh, whew, that is rigorous schooling. It think is? you could? Yeah, it is. You think I got you, accepted the Air Force Academy? Very good. I, I didn't go. Why not? I had the guts. I don't know. Because uh, you're a wimp. I, I, there yeah, you go. I'm a pussy. That's why. 1846. One year later. All right. Here we go. Let me let me clarify. Uh, King of Spades, it. King David. Yes. All right. How do we remember that? D's. I guess David. D, D Spades. Uh, King of Clubs, Alexander the Great. Okay. Uh, boy, I'm gonna have to come up with a system for this. This isn't as easy as I thought. I lost it here. Show full article. Yeah, I want to see the full article. King of Hearts, Charlemagne. King of Hearts. Heart, Charlemagne. Heart, heart. Yeah, Har, H-A-R, heart. King of Diamonds, Caesar. Mm. Okay, I knew I was right. I just didn't have him right. Uh, okay, so we got to remember. King of Hearts. Yeah, Spades is David. And Spades is King David. Yeah. Huh. That's portrayed by Gregory Peck. Oh. In David and Bathsheba. Huh. Huh. Okay, 1846. The largest moon uh, of the planet Neptune's discovered. That's Triton. Triton. You know what? This is significant, this moon. It's the only major moon in our system that uh, rotates opposite, or its orbit is opposite the rotation of the oh, planet. Oh, yeah. So Neptune rotates uh, the way ours does. Yes, but their uh, moon's going in the a... The moon's going in the opposite direction, which means it was probably captured. Right. And it's got pretty much the same, it consists of the same stuff as Pluto, so they think it's a, you know... It's like a lot of ice. Kuiper belt object. Right. But it's uh, a big moon, though, uh, yeah. as moons go... Seventh. It's uh, it's bigger than our moon. Yeah, seventh in the solar system. Substantially bigger. Not as big as Titan. No, uh, or Ganymede. Or, or some of the Jehovan satellites. Jovian. Uh, Jovian? Yes. I like to say Jehovan. Jehovan uh, is... Like Jehovan's yeah, witnesses. you know, Jeho- <laughs> Jehovah's grandson who was decapitated. Uh, anyway, the honor of this discovery goes to the English astronomer... Don't tell me, is it... What's his name? Lassen or something? Close. You're right on it, man. This is good. Because I'm thinking Lassen Lass- Peak. L? Lassell. Okay. Lassell? Why am I thinking Lassen? Okay. Yeah. Just, William Lassell. Yeah. Or Lassell. Well, of course, uh, the guy that discovered... Uh, Let's see. The guy that discovered um, Neptune was uh, that started with an L too, didn't it? Uh, Le Levasseur or something like that. Uh, anyway, that was before. I mean, Herschel discovered Uranus. A couple guys. The guy that started with an L uh, discovered uh, Neptune. Lavalier or something like that. Lavalier. 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 Yeah. V e r r i e r. The honors go to the three Valier. gentlemen: yeah. Johann Gottfried Gall, Gall, yeah, Gall. John Couch Adams, and Urbain Le Ferrer. Le Ferrer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ferrier. 
Uh, anyway, Ferrier. Fer- uh, this yeah, yes, Ferrier, okay. I guess. Ferrier. Uh, well, that's maybe you have his blood too. He's maybe. French. Yeah. So um, I'm also related to uh, Haley somehow. Halley. Halley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm related. I'm related to Tigranus the Great. Good. Good. Uh, so I don't know who that is, but that you look what like. Do you mean? We just went over that. The Mithridates. I know he had yeah, the, myth, the yeah, third yeah. Mithridatic War. Right. Very good. I'm sorry. Uh, Forgot so, for a second. Anyway, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, this also uh, Triton also has. Um, it's pretty smooth because it has geologic activity. Right. So what happens? The um, the geologic activity heats everything yeah. up. Well, smooth. It, it smooths it out the craters and stuff. Yeah. It, then it cools. Yeah. So. Uh, Constantly, uh, yeah, you got, I don't think that's plate tectonics or anything like but that, but it's, yeah, the surface is being medi- remolded, yeah, remodeled. Meteoric impacts. Like don't. EO and uh, the other one is Enceladus. Well, uh, EO is the volcanic one yeah. on Jupiter, Well, Enceladus right? is shooting out like geysers oh, of that's water, the huge, ice. Now, that's on um, that's that's Saturn. Saturn. Saturn's okay. moon. And it shoots stuff out yeah, so far that it helps water. actually create the rings, geysers. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Cassini captured a lot yeah. of... Uh, of, and that's uh, from the planet, uh, you know, they never, they never, that's why they're so unexpected, but hey, how stupid can you physicists be? It's close to a big planet. Of course, it's going to be shaped, you know, it's actually crushing and shaping the inside of the moon. Yeah. It's that a, causes friction. That yeah. causes heat. It's an, it, it's an internal. volcanism. It's an internal tidal force. Jeez. I could have thought of that. 1871, this is the last day of the Chicago fire. Uh, of course, the great misnomer is Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Uh, now, yeah, this is well. It, even you have what is this barn shit? I don't know if this is even true. Well, that's it, the that's the barn accident of Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Have you ever heard the theory it was a comet? Comet Biella? No, that's a good one. I like yeah. this. The Chicago struck by a comet? Yeah. Uh, oh. Not only that, because there were several fires this day. A lot of them were uh, in uh, Michigan. Yeah. Up up uh, up their peninsula, Michigan. Oh, UP. Okay. And uh, Peshtigo, the famous Peshtigo, Wisconsin fire, same night. They're, they're thinking we passed through that comet Biela. Now, I don't know how that's going to start. It's ice and dirt. Now, I don't know how much. Friction. Yeah, but meteors don't cause friction. They don't. They don't. When they hit, they're they're cold. They're not hot. But as they're they coming through fly. the atmosphere, yeah, but they burn up. Well, they true. If they hit the if they hit the surface, they're cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but that's a theory that it was but a what comet. If, okay. What if the comet knocked over the lamp? <laughs> yeah, it hit the cow. It hit the cow. Yeah, bounced off the cow well, into the lamp. Theory, yeah. Mrs. O'Leary was none the wiser. She gets blamed for it. Welcome. Uh, it's see, an uh, act of God, and that they've got they've got her as the cause of the Great Chicago. Which, by the way, I see do, the movie. No. In old Chicago with Tyrone Power? The fact that that fire happened, though, set Chicago up to be rebuilt and uh, really to become the city it is today, which to me, it's one of the great Ameri- – it's one of the great – not American cities. It's one of the great cities in the world. Yeah. I, I love it Chicago. It really is. It's coming from a St. Louisan who we have yeah, a rivalry well, we have, with. Really? In terms of sports. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. Chicago's a better city. I'll in, grant, I'll grant in, him that. In terms of sports. Yeah, sports, maybe. Every St. Louisan loves to visit I'll Chicago. I'll never forget. Let's I think, be honest, right? Hey, listen, I, yeah. I'll never forget. I was on the L, on the on the uh, orange line going down to Midway Airport. And I guess sitting next to me on the car were these uh, Frenchmen. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know, I was ready to kill them all because you know, they're yeah, French. Of course, yeah. But anyway, they're being reasonably uh, uh, polite. And they're talking as, as, you know, babbling in their language. And then I just saw, because, you know, you have a nice view of downtown from the Orange Line. And it was pretty impressive. And they looked and they go, ah, magnifique. That's good. It is a beautiful sky. Yeah. It, pff, the, yeah if you've never, out of if you've never done the architectural tour of Chicago, where they take you on, I the, used chi- have a good book on, that. on the Chicago River, and the tour guide will, will point out all of the, the uh, buildings 
of architectural prominence, which There's almost a lot ev- of every building is. Yeah. And we're talking buildings from the turn of the century to new modern structures as well that echo or, or said to be, in this very artistic phrase, Armand, they're said to be in dialogue with the other buildings. Oh, and the tour guide points it. out stuff, and once you see it, you're like, ah, that makes sense. Well, not many of these buildings are still standing. I know the water tower is one, and I think the pump, one of the pumping stations, one of the pumping uh, stations. Uh, there's, there's only in the downtown sector, yeah. only like three or four. Burned everything yeah, out. It but, burned uh, everything out. And because they had that fire whirl. You know where it yes. heats up the uh, heats up the atmosphere, the air, and then it rises. And then it, once it gets there, it turns into like a tornado. Yeah. So that's how it crosses the Chicago River. Right, it hopped so the that river. Didn't stop it. All right. Well, there's Chicago, 1871, folks. 1897. We owe uh, all of us owe a debt of honor to this man. His name is Felix Hoffman. What did he do? Well, he discovers an improved way to synth uh, to synthes- <laughs> synthesize. Yes. Acetylsalicylic acid, right? Which we know better as aspirin. Thank God for Felix Hoffman, German chemist, uh, chemist, and uh, he he gets us uh, yeah, a quicker way I'll to get I, I'll aspirin. Take ibuprofen. You like the ibuprofen uh, better? Yeah. Now yeah. you're a lot of doctors muscle aches. Well, that's it, you get better bone penetration. Yeah, but ibuprofen relieves uh, inflammation. Correct. Yeah. Uh, this is an antifebrile. This is what you take. Well, like if you got a headache, I'd take ibuprofen. I wouldn't take aspirin. Take aspirin if you got a fever. Yeah. I would. Or acetaminophen. You can take. Now we've got so many. Acetosalicylic. Acetosalicylic acid. Acetosalicylic? It's salicylic, yeah. Okay. Acetosalicylic. Uh, it's from the, uh, I think it's from uh, the tree. What, an aspen? No, an a- or an ash? Uh, I think it's from the ash. You know, they, they made it from the bark of a tree. That's where they got it. Wow. Before this guy, I guess, apparently facilitated the uh, the um, synthesis. Yeah, that's where that's where it comes from. Uh, let's see mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, aspirin in the form of leaves from that's the where, willow tree. Willow. Oh, why did I think? Yeah, willow. Maybe because it's aspirin. It's huh? been used. Uh, willow, of course. It's been used for health effects. Yeah, it's from the bark. From about uh, twenty four hundred years ago. Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. They were doing this a long time. How about ago. that? Wow. Uh, in 19 penicillin comes from tree mold. That's true. 1913, uh, the conclusion of the building of the Panama Canal is uh, celebrated when uh, President Woodrow Wilson heads down to Panama, triggers an explosion of a dike, and no uh, cracks. And uh, don't, get, don't get cute. No, I'm not. And, he, and the dike is removed, and now there is an open waterway yeah. between the Atlantic and the Pacific. And all they have to do is remove some more dirt. But now I you wish can get Wilson through. had been standing on the wrong side of that dike when they blew it up. <laughs> get fl- get rat, flooded rat out. Rat fink. 1928, uh, the first chairman of the Republic oh. of China. Well, you want to talk? Okay. You want to talk about blowing up dikes? You ever heard of the flood of the Yellow River? Yes, I have. Chang, 1938. Chiang Kai shek. Chiang Kai shek. Did you say Chiang? Yeah. Okay. But maybe it's Chiang. I don't yeah. know. Chiang Kai shek becomes Sounds the uh, Republic of China chairman. 1928. Chiang Kai shek. Uh, yeah, 1938, the Japanese, of course, invaded in 30, well, they've been fighting in Manchuria since 832, but they invaded China in 37, and he's trying to slow them down, so he blows up the dikes on the Yangtze River, yeah. on, the, on the Yellow River, which is, I guess, the Huang, the Wang Ho, yeah, China's sorrow. China's no, the Yangtze sorrow? is the China's sorrow, isn't it? Anyway, he uh, floods, I don't know how many acres, kills like 800,000 people, you know, because they're all drowning, uh, but, you know, we got to slow down the Japanese. We had to, we had to uh Yeah, it's not the Yangtze. Uh the Yellow River in China is the uh Honghe. 
Well, we call it the Huang Wang. We I mean, call it the H W A N G, right? Huang Ho. H U A N G. Yeah, Huang. The, the, yeah. Okay. Right. That's one. Is that China Sorrow? Because that's a Yellow River. Yangtze means. I think the Yangtze is China Sorrow because it's always flooding and killing everybody. But they did this uh, on purpose. This is Chiang Kai shek. Of course, eventually he lost to the commune. I, I like the one statement. It's better to. I would rather kill a thousand innocent people than one, let one communist escape. So I think that gives you a pretty good idea what he thought about communists. Yeah, it did. Well, hell, he. But anyway, he lost to Mao. He and, did lose yeah, to Mao. Made a lot of uh, strategic Boy, blunders. did history change on that one. Yeah, well, Truman was blamed for it, and I think he should assume some of the. I don't know. This guy wasn't much better, but at least he wasn't a communist. 1933. Now, if you've ever wondered when the first uh, airliner was sabotaged, this is Sabatucci's. This is the date, folks. As early as 1933, a United Airlines Boeing 247 uh, has a midair explosion. And it's the first proven case in the history of commercial aviation of basically sabotage or terrorism. Yeah. Depending on how you want to define terrorism in 1933. I think this comes under that classification, yes. Now, also in the 30s, there were things like, uh, I think it was the city of San Francisco, the Union Pacific uh, train, passenger train. Uh, they blew up the tracks in Utah as it was approaching. Uh, so there were acts of, you know, sabotage to transportation back then. Oh, yeah. Well, but they, it, they were anarchists. That was the favorite method of the anarchists, yeah. throwing bombs and stuff. So I don't know, on a plane, it'd be a little tough. I don't know how they got the, they engineered this one unless the guy killed himself too. No, I don't. I think this is a this is a well, yeah this a is a device bomb. on a plane. 1938, the Munich Agreement. Uh, okay, what this does, of course, I think you all know, it cedes the Sudetenland to Nazi Germany. As Armand will remind you, the uh, Czechs in the Sudetenland were really Germans, and they voted yeah. that they wanted to be with Germany. Yeah, it was a rather arbitrary awarding of land to. Czechoslovakia, which was made out of cold cloth after World War One, thanks to yeah. you know uh, the Versailles Treaty, which of course Wilson went over there. That was one of his fourteen points: self determination for all the people. Nobody got self determination. No, no. We didn't mean you. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, no, There's no, another no. guy, you know, another religious figure, Jesus Christ, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the Munich Agreement. Of course, this is. You know, they always vilify Chamberlain for this. I mean, yeah, Daladier was in on it, too. He they, takes the brunt. All these guys were, you know, pretty much, yeah, yeah, take it. All so right. The French weren't exactly innocent, either. They well, never are. We'll get back to the events in a second, but time to do birthdays here I on this Del- day. I think it's birthday, too, today. You oh, didn't put him in there. I didn't? Okay. Yeah. Well, in A.D., uh, or as we say. Or maybe he died today. B.C.E. Yeah. Uh, the year 19, Tiberius Gemellus, son of Drusus Julius Caesar and Lavella, is born. I don't know who this guy is. Is he the one? Uh, is he the one that uh, Caligula killed? He, Tiberius like adopted both. There was a Gemellus, and uh, they were like brothers. Caligula. And then when Tiberius died, <laughs> Caligula uh, got like, rid of Gemellus. Yeah, yeah. This guy they weren't brothers, the and he was like Fredo, right? Know, having Fredo for your brother, right? Yeah, I always. guess that's who it was. I mean, 1669, right Johann Nicholas Bach, the German organist and composer, is born. Another born like 37 kids at Johann yeah, Bach. Yeah, totally. Johann, Johann. 1813, great composer, Giuseppe yeah. Verdi. My favorite uh, opera composer, any opera by him, my favorite is Il Trovatore or The Troubadour, but, uh, you know, they're all good. If you um, had to see one opera. Probably Carmen. 
my favorite, but okay. Trovatore is pretty good. Uh, and of course, that was the one in Night at the Opera. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, that's immediately right. that's right. it's it goes to the Pantheon. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're gonna see that, see you know, watch it with Harpo flying around the uh, <laughs> flying around up in the uh, in the rafters. Uh, and uh, let's see. Well, let's see uh, what else did he do? I like Nabucco. I like uh, Rigoletto. I mean, shit, they're all great. Hernani, they're all good. Uh, Sforza del Destino. Wow. The Force of Destiny. Ah. Sforza del Destino. Yeah. A lot of good uh, overtures. Well, you say that real purdy like. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good stuff. Yeah. Giuseppe Verdi. 1813. Lived a long life, too, would it? Yeah. Passed yeah, away in 1901. Yeah, he did Aida, too, for uh, the opening of the Suez Canal. He was kind of old at that time. Oh, wow. Well, I guess he was 1870s, so. In yeah. 1917, Thelonious Monk, the great uh, jazz pianist and composer, is born. A uh, big one in name in American music, certainly. Uh, influences a lot of uh, guess, artists. Yeah. 1924, an actor, a director, a producer, <laughs> That's a being, screenwriter. Being charitable. All being charitable, yeah. Armand. <laughs> Ed Wood listen, is if we're going to salute greatness. We may as well salute mediocrity. And uh, Now, people will say that he directed the worst film ever. Plan 9 from Outer Space. I don't know, It's man. not the worst film I think ever. The Creeping Terror is probably even worse than that. <laughs> if you've ever watched Mystery Science yeah, Theater 3000 for worse. any amount of time, there are far worse films. They I think they only picked that one because so many people had made fun of it already. They didn't pick it. and it was I guess it was so talky they couldn't get their dialogue in yeah. or anything. But, yeah, I mean, see the movie, Ed Wood. It's, it's, Martin Landau? Yeah. Johnny Depp? Good uh, film. Yeah, and then um, well, who was it? Was it Roseanne Arquette? She and his girlfriend, and then uh, the gal that plays, uh, and also the gal that plays in, um, you know, uh, Matthew Broderick's wife. Uh, oh yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. SJP to, yeah, that's what I call her. Right. No, this had Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Okay. Yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah, that's right. He was good too. Had the great Jeffrey Jones. Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, he Lewis's, was. Uh, he was Ed, Criswell. Well, hold on. No, Jeffrey Jones is famous in my generation for one reason. Ed Rooney. Ferris has been sick nine times. Oh, yeah, he was in nine times. Well, Martin Landau. Now, George Steele. Yeah, George the Animal Played Tor Johnson. Great yeah. role. God, what a good role that was. Well, so there you go. Yeah. There's the cast. Ed Car- Wood. Karloff, sidekick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Remember that? That's very good, yeah. Armand. Yeah, that's my favorite line. <laughs> I love it when you were Carl. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, go to go to our website this day and in, in uh, historypodcast.com. Click that Amazon banner if you've never seen Ed Wood. Do yourself now. Apparently, a favor. this guy was a pretty tough Marine man. He was on Tarawa. I mean, Jesus. except he's wearing panties, but he was kicking ass. That's, That's all right. Remember in the movie? I am not going to take umbrage or exception or no, say anything bad to a Marine who's wearing panties. Right. Anyway, Marines can wear whatever they want. Remember, remember in the movie, he took out his teeth and scared the kids. Yes, that's where he lost his teeth. He's fighting oh, a jab hand his, to hand, and he got punched. Got his in. teeth knocked out, and he killed the jab. Good grief! So yeah, he was man. He won a couple. Of, I don't know. He won God some damn, medals and what stuff. What a life, man! Yeah, tough okay. dude. Uh, well, other, at the end, though, he's kind of pathetic. You know, he was he's he always paid his actors in cash. So Good. He was a drunk and yeah, but he always had money on him, so they're always rolling him yeah. as he's coming out of the liquor store. So he had yeah. a pretty rough. Tragic uh, ending there. Uh, 1930, great playwright, and he is a Nobel Prize laureate, Harold Pinter. Uh, I I read I, I had to read his work in uh, see, uh, in uh, birthday party. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, I, I, well, I read is that stuff. Four characters in search of a four. Where does that go? 
four characters in search of an author or something like that? Is that him? Get I'm you not real a, familiar let me with get you a list. Yeah, the birthday party. Or six characters in search of an uh, Betrayal. The Homecoming. Homecoming. The yeah, Caretaker, Old Time, No Man's Land, The Dumb Waiter. These have all I been I gotta on, read some. These, of these have all been on Broadway, by the way. Oh yeah, I know. He's very yeah, he's a very popular playwright. Uh The Room. Is that the one? That's not the movie, right? No, no, no. That's the horrible. That's what people go that. to as a gag. Ashes to Ashes, The Lover. Yeah, yeah. Harold Pinter, big time. Uh, uh, I tend to think that cricket is the greatest thing that God ever created on an earth. Certainly Spoken greater like than sex, tr- although sex is, isn't too bad either. Spoken like a true Englishman. That is English. That's a very English thing to say yeah. that cricket's better than sex, but sex isn't too bad. Well, Giordano's pizza is better than sex. I don't know about cricket. Yeah, cricket. That's just a way to kill time waiting for a bus, isn't it? I mean, I've tried to watch it over the years. I don't know how they play that stupid game. Yeah, it, it takes a while. I mean, they have a lunch break, Armand. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, at test cricket, well, that's they do. Cricket. I don't Now, they've got shorter cricket versions where, you know, game lasts two hours or so. No. Like, I think it's called 2020 cricket or something okay. like that. India has a huge league for yeah, it. Well, they yeah, well, Pakistan, they're, you know, yeah, they got the test league. matches and all that stuff. All right, my name of the day goes to uh, this English wrestler born in 1947, Giant Haystacks. I like Haystacks Calhoun yeah, better. Yeah. yeah. 1954, the lead singer for Van Halen, David Lee Roth, is born. As frontmen go, well, it's hard to be better than David Lee Roth, yeah, man. The quintessential American frontman, just yeah. all out there and no, no uh, modesty at all. I've seen him a couple times. First time I saw him back with Van Halen, it was great. Second time, oof, not good. Well, maybe he was stoned. You know, uh, no, knows what David no, was I don't up know to. what he was. Well, maybe they were. That's when they're feuding. Maybe. Nah, no, no, they were back together. This is after they had. You know, they kind of. He and he and Eddie Van Halen. That's like a married couple. It's like Jagger and Richards. It's like us. Yeah, it's just you know, money's too good to separate. Yeah, God, if we didn't make millions, I'd get rid of you so fast. No, you wouldn't. I make you you. <laughs> Daniel Pearl uh, was born on this date in 1963. Uh, this is the American-Israeli journalist who yeah. was uh, captured, kidnapped, and Rather then executed yeah. uh, by uh, by uh, Islamic terrorist. Uh, yeah, well, he was held for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. A tragic ending uh, and, um, <laughs> and an effect on journalism, too, because, boy, you got to be brave to be a journalist in that region. Got to be nuts. Whew. 1969, Brett Favre. What can you say? What can you say? Yeah. I mean, one of the good stuff. One of the the greatest quarterbacks. Certainly, a lot of fun to watch play. Should supposed to be a nice guy. I too. saw him throw six interceptions in a game once well, yeah, in person. Because I, I was lucky. I got to see him play in person probably four times. He had a penchant for throwing interceptions. Yeah. yeah. And in 1974, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was born, and I also got to see. I think I've seen Dale Jr. win ten races in person. <laughs> That's quite an honor. Yeah. Well, I think you've missed a couple here. Jean-Antoine Watteau, 1684, pretty good artist. Uh, Henry Cavendish, 1731, who discovered hydrogen. Oh. He called it inflammable air. And that's true. It was named by uh, Lavoisier. Okay. Uh, uh, that's the Frenchman. You, typical Frenchman takes uh, credit and names something. He Actually, he's the one that named it hydrogen. Uh, and then... Um, this guy also formulated the uh, the um, density of the Earth with his uh, uh, experiment, uh, and uh, Cavendish called the Cavendish experiment. 
Um, and that's, of course, he almost derived the uh, G, which is the gravitational constant, which wow. uh, Newton, he's like 1% off, which is pretty good. Oh, that's that's full credit in my book. Yeah, kind of a shy dude, especially around women. You yeah. know, he couldn't even face up to his cleaning lady. So Ooh. they think he might have had Asperger's. He, yeah, he Pro- was, it, it, well, he's great with numbers, like to be alone. Yeah. Yeah, that would, okay, that would be. How about Jay Sebring? How about him? Yeah, why didn't you put him in, man? Poor guy. Is that the uh, founder of the Sebring Airport in Florida? No, or? it's a hairdresser that shamp- Remember shampoo? Oh yeah, Warren Beatty's yeah. character. Remember, and you know how he, you know how he died? AIDS. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> the Mansons took care of him. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, he, he was, was at the house. Yeah, he was with uh, he was, Sharon Tate. He was at the Tate, so yeah. he's not in. The, he's not the LaBianca part. No, he's the Tate dude. part. Yeah, he was there. They shot him. Tex took care of him. Shot him. Stabbed him. You know, the whole day. But this guy's like, you know, Mister Hairdresser he, to the Stars. Oh yeah, type guy. Steve McQueen. Oh wow. Uh, who else? I wrote down some of these guys. Sinatra, Warren Beatty, who. Yes. Shampoo, the character he plays, but he was more of the men's kind of uh, you know, before that, it's a little dabble, do you? You know, Brill Cream. Yeah, was that, was that Mickey Mantle who plays sang it off key? Brill Cream, a little dabble, do you? For men who use their heads I about want their my hair. Maypo. Is that another well, one? I don't Mickey? know. This Mickey Mantle. Wasn't he a Brill Cream? Yeah, he was an awful singer. Anyway, well, he was an awful pitchman. Anyway, but they still hired this him. guy's charging fifty bucks for a haircut when you know you walk into a barber shop and get it for a buck, maybe seventy-five cents. Yeah, two bits. Yeah. And he, uh, Kirk Douglas enlisted him for Spartacus to oh, do all the hairdos. Oh. Uh, yeah, so anyway, he did Jim Morrison's flowing locks. Yes, well, Jim could afford it. His dad was an admiral. And I think he was banging uh, Sharon Tate before she married, or probably after, too, yeah. uh, married Roman Polanski. Hmm. He was the guy, you know, used clippers instead of, not even used scissors instead of the clippers. Oh. But uh, he was there at the wrong place. Yeah, the he wrong was. Chie- you talk about Chiella Drive. the wrong night to be up in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Yeah, they fixed Good his ass. Grief. Um, yeah, there you have it. But uh, oh, look. he also did uh, Mia Farrow's weird haircut. That was a weird Remember? thing. Rosemary's that, baby. That was weird. That was him. Yeah, he, that was. Yeah, that was a bizarre. kind of a bob, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, back to the events. 1953, right at the end of the Korean War, uh, the U.S. and the Republic of Korea—that's South Korea—sign a mutual defense treaty. Uh, probably still in effect. And they, I guess. You bet it's still in effect. We got 38,000 people there, Armand. Well, we're technically still at war. That was just an armistice, you know. It was basically, you know, we're, we're in a standoff yeah. that's now going into its seventieth year yeah. or whatever. Right. Good so grief. we'll never get out of there. Over what? The Korean kimchi. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Stupid, but anyway, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to lose my. Up. I don't want to lose my life in a nuclear holocaust oh, over over goddamn North Korea. Well, there's not going to be a nuclear holocaust, but. Hope not. We're fight them with conventional weapons. No, that's going to no better. That's going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible for South Korea and Japan. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they have the capability of doing anything. Tell you the truth. They say they. They. they yeah. They say a lot of. Things. No. 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 With the conventional weapons aimed well, conventional, at Seoul, they got maybe. plenty yeah. of capability. Well, you first strike them. That's all. Just wipe them out. 1957. The president of Ghana is visiting the United States. His name is Kamala Ab- uh, Agbeli. Uh, Gabedema? Yeah, good look. Yeah, Gabedema. Mm-hmm. Gabedema. Wow. Well, name. he visits, and President Eisenhower ends up having to apologize to him um, because he's refused service at a restaurant in Dover, Delaware. Well, Delaware was a slave state, remember? Got the, yeah. Even so here he is. Union. You got the guy, you got the, uh, you got the finance minister of Ghana 
Can't even get a lunch. Well, we've discussed at a Dover, this. Delaware counter. All right, we've discussed this. Who do you hurt with this, this sort of thing? You hurt yourself. You hurt everybody. Inclu- yes, everybody. including yourself, but you hurt everybody. Uh, 1957, uh, the first nuclear, uh, the first major nuclear accident occurs with the Windscale Fire in Cumbria in the United Kingdom. I don't know. I've, I've heard of it, but I'm it's not a sure. fire. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of them are fires. Well, of know, course, they got they, the smoke is radioactive. That's the problem, right? It's not. I don't know. It's like a, I don't, that, it's, it's, you want to take that chance? You want to stand? Yeah, in, you want to stand I in that smoke do. cloud? Okay, be well, my guest. Pull one out there. Yeah. Well, uh, have you seen uh, what's the name? Uh, the guy that was like with Barry Commoner on. Eating a spoonful of plutonium on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to show Barry Commoner was nuts. Right. 1967. I love this one. Yeah. 60 nations come together and they I'll s- sign this too. They yeah. sign the Outer yeah. Space Treaty. I'll Hell, sign that too. Put me down. Yeah. Arm, the, this day in sure. history, you'll sign this treaty. The Outer Space That's Treaty. That's a tough one. Same thing what with the, like the Antarctica Treaty, too, you know? Come sure. On. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. We promise not to do this. That's a tough treaty to sign. Oh. 1971. I'll never understand this, Armand, but this is the date that it was sold. London Bridge is sold, and, uh, of course, it's dismantled and it's moved. Yeah, piece and, by piece. And uh, it reopens on this date in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Sorry with me. That's capitalism, brother. They want to sell Big Ben or anything else. Houses of Parliament, Buckingham Palace. You know, Big Ben's quiet right now while they're, yeah, they're fix, they fixing, fixing it, it yeah. up. You know, you know. What was the movie where it struck seven times at 6 o'clock? Mm. I don't know. Third man? Thunderball. Thunderball. That's the one they gave. That was the signal. That, that they, was the signal uh, the bond, accept, was it? They're accepting the By the uh, way, terms. speaking of bond, I watched a good documentary on MI6 oh, the oh, other uh, night on bond. PBS, which, of course, Armand hates PBS, yes. thinks it should be gone. That's correct. But it was a wonderful documentary Defunded. on MI, MI6. So Armand would rather you not know about MI6 and such <laughs> institutions because uh, he, he'd like to see PBS go away. I'd like to see it defunded. And you yourself admit it. I, we talked, there's only 15% federal funds, so it wouldn't go away. Maybe it'd be 15% shorter. They yeah. used to go off air, but I don't think they no, do anymore. I think they, bro- I think they broadcast through the whole 24-hour cycle now. In 1973, this is the day Spiro Agnew resigns as the vice president. I still cannot believe the United States had a vice president with the first name Spiro. What's wrong with that? It's a weird. Any Greek? It's a good name. Spiro Agnew. I, I literally, as a, when I heard that as a kid, I thought someone, it was like, yeah, it was, it was like, like, is it like a character's name. I thought it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Anyway, he was charged with evasion of federal income tax. Yeah, well, he was taking kickbacks yeah. for contract work when he was a governor of Maryland, apparently, which, well, wow, what a crime that is. Nobody in Illinois would ever do that. Well, yeah, in Illinois, they'd give you a medal. Yeah, you get promoted. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you, you get a raise. Anyway, yeah, and, and uh, I think there was some kind of statute of limitations on this, actually, but apparently he kept taking the kickbacks oh, even when he was vice president. Oh, no, Spiro. He just couldn't get enough. Stop. Uh, nattering nabab, nattering nabobs of, of negativism. negativism. Negativism, The yeah. three ends. William Sapphire. 1985, this is my final event, Armand, the Achille Laro hijackers. Yeah, they killed that poor, was it Klinghoffer? Leon Klinghoffer. The guys in a freaking wheelchair. One of the worst things I have ever seen in my life. Savages. Um, but two F-14s, uh, Navy uh, fighter planes, the Tomcats, they okay. intercept the Egyptian plane that is carrying the hijackers, and they force it to land in Sicily, and of course they arrest the hijackers. Blow it out of the air. I think they had other people on the plane. Blow them away. No, too. Co- get them all. Please. Who's this? Who's this? Was that uh, 
uh, was it Anita? Oh no, Claire Booth Luce, I think, would said that uh, widow widowhood is a fringe benefit of marriage. Wow. Yeah, well, collateral damage is a fringe benefit that's, of terrorism. True. Hell, you're gonna pick up terrorists. All right, let's wrap this puppy up with who died on October the 10th, uh, the year 19, Germanicus. Oh, yeah, well, I, he's not. He's a pretty good general, but the main thing with him was that uh, he's Caligula's father. There you go. Yeah, so that's the big thing. We would have liked to probably keep him around a little bit longer and well, Caligula, derail the whole Caligula thing. Caligula was fine until he got the, the fever or something. something. Then he really, something. you know, he started you'd, you'd, banging his sister. That, you'd love to know head. what happened there, don't you? I mean, that's just, just watch the movie. Bob Guccione. That's true. Good move. As films go, it's a it's a film. John Gilgood had fun. Well, so did uh, Helen Merrim. Yeah, I think Gilgood had more fun. I think he did too. I think he did. I think he did too. Yeah. 1872. My hero, William H. Seward. Uh, yeah, you, you and your he, conquest. He of, yeah, you and your imperialism. I hope they buried him in Alaska, but I don't think they did. No. He was the 24th United States Secretary of State. Of course, he was. Abraham Lincoln, Secretary right, of State. He survived that uh, assassination And attempt. the day that Lincoln is assassinated, uh, there were two other assassination yeah. attempts in concert with the Lincoln assassination. And Seward... Yeah, uh, one guy missed the concert, was actually got the, drunk and went home. But. was actually the bloodiest of them all. Yeah, even though they stabbed did, him. Even though they didn't manage to kill him. The third person that was attempted to be killed, well, his uh, assassin just... Well, yeah, they're supposed to op- kill Grant too. Just or, op- not, not Grant. Uh, not Grant uh, Johnson. Johnson, the vice president, yeah. Andrew, and uh, he just got. But this guy's wooden said, collar saved him because he fell off. He had a riding accident. They said when they walked into Seward's house, it oh, looked it like mess. an absolute massacre. Yeah, but he tried to stab him in the neck, and he had this wooden collar because he yep. had hurt his neck. That saved his life. 1911, the passing of a businessman and a brand name known to this day, Jack Daniel. You ever been there, Lynchburg? You can't drink there, so why would I go there? I don't know, to see the uh, distillery. I've seen dis- kind of a nice I've seen tour. distilleries. I go to Kentucky where there's bourbon. This is sour mash. It's I, in Tennessee. I went to the Maker's Mark. Yeah, that's a good one, Armand. I'm telling you. that may- They'll let you dip your own bottle at Maker's Mark. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, um, what is that supposed to mean? No, you can buy a bottle. I know, but I'm talking about, what is it, double entendre? Yeah, of course it is. Listen, I, I was proud of you. You want to see my nude pictures? Not mine, but the girl that sent me the nude pictures. Oh, good for you. Shows you're not quite totally domesticated. No. If, um, if emasculated. Yeah, no, no, no. 1911. That's, that's Jack Daniel. Now, two years later to the date, another founder of uh, American Spirits passes away. 1913, Adolphus Bush. All right. You have a fascination with hey, these are, fermented beverages. Yes, I do. It's They've saved the world. <laughs> Then, Where would we be without then, beer then and alcohol? Car racing. Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be okay. Yeah, it was, but enough's enough. But 1963, oh, yeah, the great little, singer. The Little Sparrow. Edith Piaf. Yeah, she kind of wasted away by this time. She's oh, like that 50 non, pounds That non, uh, I have no regrets song that oh, they played in Inception. La Vian Rose. No, no, not oh, that one. That movie made a movie about her. Oh, that's it? true. That's true. No, somebody won, they won the Academy Award, I think. You've never seen Inception, have you? I, I couldn't yeah, sit yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, you couldn't could, sit it was, through it. It was of course bored not. the hell out of me. Bored the hell. Edith Piaf. Well, it, but they used that, that they was a used, song, though. They La used, Road, I think, was They used uh, the non, uh, the I Have No Regrets song. Is that the Tom Cruise movie? No. Who's in Inception? DiCaprio. Uh, okay. Well. The girl from Juno, Ellen Page, Tom Hardy. Um, I haven't the seen kid it. from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, uh, Joe, Joe, Gordon Joseph Levitt. He's actually pretty good. Christopher Nolan's the director. It's a tremendous film. 
1964, Eddie Cantor dies. Old banjo eyes. Yeah. He didn't he appear in, didn't they spoof him in a lot of cartoons? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Warner Brothers did, but you yeah. know. He, he was reasonably funny for yeah. people that don't know what funny is. Uh, 1985, Yul Brenner. This guy wasn't funny, but he was a pretty good mo- uh, pretty good Ramses. Remember that was he worked out real hard for that part, you know, so he'd look better than Charlton Heston. Mm-hmm. And a poor guy, I think it's still on YouTube if you want to see his, uh, you know, he's dying of lung cancer and he's got that yeah. real pathetic commercial telling yeah. people not to smoke. I remember that. But he won the Academy Award for The King and I, and uh, he's a pretty good actor. I oh, like Yul Brynner. Magnificent Seven. I mean, come on. Yeah, he was, uh, here we go again, was he Brit? We've gone this over this again. Brit, Lee, Harry, uh... Let's see, who are the other ones? Chris. Oh, he's Chris. Yeah, he was Chris. Horse Buckholz was uh, Chico. And uh, uh, let's see, Vin, that was James Coburn. And Charles Bronson was uh, Bernard, uh, Bernardo. Or, yeah, no, no, Bernardo. Uh, Fernando. Fernando O'Higgins, was that his name? I'm looking. He's like half, half uh, Mexican and half uh, Irish. We're on the Magnificent Seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Charles Bronson, Fernando, Bernard, Bernardo, Bernardo O'Reilly, oh, O'Reilly. Yeah, I know he had a, I know he had a, a Irish name. And uh, Brenner is Chris Larrabee Adams. Oh well, I don't remember all those names. I remember Chris. McQu- Chris McQueen is Vin Tanner. Vin Lee, that was uh, Robert Vaughn. That's Robert Vaughn. Harry, that was Brad Dexter. Dexter. And Brit is Brit is James Coburn. You, you, you're on it. Eli Wallach played. Well, he played the bad guy. Uh, Cal- Cal- Calvera. Calvera. You came back. Men like you, you come back. Exactly. That was a great role. 1985, Orson Welles passes away. Oh, yeah, well. And what? Now this guy. My earliest memory of Orson Welles, Armand, is this. We shall sell no wine yeah, well, before it's time. That, that was when he, yeah. I'm like, who's the fat guy pitching the wine? I know. Well, he was kind of a caricature himself by that time, but. You know, but uh, he he gets it pretty bad on those Steve Martin roasts oh, too. He's there a lot. They, they nail him. God, do they nail him? Yeah. Uh, Two thousand and four, Christopher Reeve, my yeah. Superman. Who was the? Uh, what was the horse's name? It threw him. Oh, I don't remember. Eastern Express. Eastern Express. Yep. How about that? That, yeah, that this was, guy had a pretty tough. That was sad, but what he did uh, post injury was remarkable. He hung right. in there. He really did come to the name Superman in a yeah. lot of ways, man. Oh, God bless him. Jeez, yeah, tough. And then his wife, break. his wife would die too. And they had they had children. Um, his wife would die just a couple years later, I think. Okay, what happened to her? Um, I think she got cancer. I think probably. Uh, Twenty twelve, Alex Karras passed away. The great Los Angeles Ram, a wrestler and actor. Yeah. He was on Monday Night Football for a she while. She was. Too. Yes, he was. And in 2013, one of the original Mercury Seven, Scott Carpenter. Oh, are, you, are any of them left? Is Glenn still alive? Did he die? I don't think any of them are left, are they? Okay, anyway, I got uh, 1973, God, Ludwig von Mises. I would recommend to everyone highly, go to the von Mises Institute. Every day they have great articles on Austrian economics, libertarianism, freedom, basically. Uh, read Human Action if you ever get a chance. This guy, of course. Initi- all, all of the Mercury 7 have passed well, I guess Glenn died. Yes, yeah, I guess, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Praxeology is this guy. Basically, uh, this is is, uh, human choice. That's what it is. Yep. Preference. And uh, so anyway, 
Ludwig von Mises, he was a big influence on Murray Rothbard, Hayek, Hazlitt, all these giants of uh, Ayn, Ayn Rand yeah. of economics. And then uh, 2001, Eddie Futch. I thought you'd put him in there. I don't know why. He uh, man, he uh, coached uh, four of the guys that beat Ali, four out of the five. Wow. Yeah, because he had Ali's number. He knew how to he knew how to beat him. Frazier, Burbick, Holmes, and Norton all went to him to be I give him credit for trainer. I give him credit for Norton and Frazier. Well, Trevor Burbick, I mean. Because, Trevor Burbick, that one just doesn't well, He wasn't that much of a fighter it, anyway. It doesn't count. Still, I'm sorry. It doesn't count. Right. It, well, it's the, right. Now, the Holmes one, Ali should have known better than well, take yeah, that fight. Well, he, yeah, I think that's what killed him. But anyway. It didn't help. He told Frazier to you know, stay in that crouch. And, yes. uh, you know, because Ali was. He just knew he, he was had a kind of a, a go over the jab and what so anyway whatever the strategy was it worked, the fight of the century. Where he broke his jaw. Yeah, right? nineteen. Yep. That was a was that Madison Square Garden? I think, uh, March eighth, nineteen seventy one. You know, Close the circuit TV, the, the 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 jewelry, the minks, the the hats, and and those were the men coming in. To yeah, the fight. remember Burt Lancaster Bert Sugar was there. Said, oh yeah, oh yeah. As Burt Sugar said, that's it was, it was amazing. Deal. I bet Jay Sebring did all the uh, haircuts. When when guys are showing up decked out to the nines, you know it's a big deal. Well, I don't know. That's the one where uh, Frank Lucas, an American gangster, uh, oh, was get, gets outed because he's wearing a mink and oh, he comes was it to that the, fight. He comes to okay, the attention of the uh, New York week. and uh, New Jersey PD. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks, that'll do it. October 10th is in the books. Don't forget, subscribe, subscribe, Wait subscribe. Wait a minute. I, I, you did forget uh, one more. 2010, Dane, Joan Sutherland. Man, don't forget her. Okay. She's not forgotten. La Stupenda. That's a pretty good title. I mean, you figured what that means. Anyway, I was just listening as you came into the room and, re- and disturbed me for the show. Yes. The mad scene from Lucia de Lamamore. Oh. Man, nobody did the mad scene like uh, Joan like Sutherland. Joan, Joan Sutherland. Died in 2010. All right. So there. subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, any major podcast outlet. If you would, leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate it. And don't forget, check out all the other great podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. For Armand Kachigian and Andrew Allen, I am Tony Hubert. That'll do it. We will be back tomorrow. October the 11th, when when that date rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 